go. Today's QOD is you can change someone else's life. Here we go. Welcome back to the Quarter of the Day Show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. We got Ed Milet back on the show for our Motivation Monday. And today, he's going to talk about the reality of life, that life does not last forever. And you were put here, like everybody was put here to do something. And mainly that thing was to make somebody else's life better. And so many of us are going through life with that feeling, right? I call it the gnawing feeling that feeling that there's something for you to do, but you're just not doing it. Well, now is the time for you to do it. Do it now before it's too late. Ed Milet, he's coming up. Earlier this year has been a particularly tough year for my family. Christiana's dad passed away about six weeks ago. And uh, he was like my second father. I met him when I was five years old. I loved him. He was a great man. He was brilliant. He was, a, he was an interesting dude. He, he was a pastor of a church part-time. His son's a full-time pastor, so he's a good man of God. And then at the same time, he was an engineer for, for NASA. He worked for the CIA, worked for Boeing. He designed some of the operating systems that are some of the aircraft in the military, photographic memory. Brilliant guy. Really interesting dude to talk to. He got drafted by the Chicago Bears. Just a well-rounded dude. And I loved talking to him. And he was one of And what we would do when I was a kid is he'd let me go wash his car on a weekend to give me 20 bucks so I could take his daughter to the movies. <laughs> That's the kind of guy he was. And um, he had had some health issues, but not significant. And uh, he, uh, he went in for something really basic. And um, me, my wife had just left, but me and his wife and one of his other daughters were in the room with him. We're watching the Chicago Bears play. And his wife's sitting there holding his hand. We're watching the Bears play. And uh, he was supposed to preach that Sunday and couldn't. And so he says, Pat, that's his wife. He says, would you hand me my message? I want to read my message. So she turns and hands him the message. And we had just made a joke about a play. He begins to read his message. I look away and I look back and he's gone. No sound, gone. He had a blood clot go right to his heart and killed him from laying there. So I had just talked to him 15 seconds before. And I'm with his wife when it happens. Code blue, code blue. And he was gone. That was hard. It was harder to go home and have to tell my children that Papa was gone. I had to sit down my 10-year-old and my 9-year-old and explain to them that Papa was gone. They lived down the street from us. My whole family lives within a couple blocks. To tell my son, Max, who was incredibly close to his Papa, went to every game, saw him four times a week, went to all their school awards, went to everything. But Max says, can I go see him? Is he hurt? Is, did it hurt him, Daddy? Are we going to see him again? Imagine that conversation to have with him. It's an incredibly difficult time for our family. And uh, I've seen my wife hurt before. You want to do something for your wife? But I've never seen that kind of pain in my life. Just before I came here, the morning before I came here, I went in, I found my wife on the floor of her closet sobbing again. I said, this is six weeks. I said, what's up? Maybe she said, I just missed daddy. Just the pain of losing a daddy you're close to for a daughter is... And as a husband, you want to comfort her, and there's just, you just can't. 
uh, two weeks ago, we found out my dad and I were playing golf, and uh, he's breathing heavy. I'm like, get going, old man. Let's go. Right? And uh, he goes, ah, yeah, I'm just feeling some discomfort. You know, these World War II old guys are tough, right? He goes, I'm feeling a little discomfort in my side. I said, well, get it going. Let's go, man. You probably pulled a muscle. He's like, yeah, you're right. He's kind of breathing like this. I said, how long you felt this discomfort? He goes, I don't know. Wow, it's no big deal. So then we finished around. We're driving back. It's a long drive. I hear him breathing heavy the whole time. I go, is this discomfort or like pain? He goes, nah, just a little tweak. I said, we need to get a tweak looked at. He didn't. A week later, finally, my mom calls. She goes, hey, I'm taking your dad to the doctor right now. He's, he's hurting. He's been hurting for a while. I'm going to get him looked at. What it went in for an initial look at for a pulled muscle turned into uh, an MRI, and uh, you have a tumor in your chest. But don't worry, it's not cancerous because it's so large. It runs from the bottom of your lung. It's impacting your lung across your esophagus, down near your heart, and pushing on your liver. So we're not sure how you're swallowing or breathing or what you call discomfort, but it's massive. On one side, it's the size of a football. On the other side, it's the size of about a baseball. So it's, um, don't worry, it can't possibly be a solid mass or cancer. It's too large. It's probably a collection of cysts and a lot of fluid, but we can't biopsy it based on where it is. So we're going to take you into surgery and get this thing out of there. White blood cell count was normal. So last Friday, my dad goes into surgery, and the doctor comes out about a half hour in and says, um, it's all solid, and it's cancer, and it's all over him. And so we're going to have a long day here. I said, how long? He says, five hours, which turned into nine and a half hours of taking this out of my dad. And to see the photos, you would not imagine that this was in my dad. And they say it had to have been in him for years and growing. They took this out of him, and it's cancer, and my dad's going to have to go through radiation once his body's better to go through that. I'm going to tell you a story about Howard real quick. My father-in-law who passed away. It's been a tough time for my kids. It makes you look at life different. As I was driving to see my dad in the hospital, it's different when it's your dad. I, it's just a weird deal. I was driving with Christian. I didn't believe it was real. Literally, I didn't believe it was real. I'm like, I'm not really doing this. I don't know if you ever had this experience before. I'm not really going to see my dad in the hospital. And it occurred to me, you're going to think this is nuts. But in the moment, it occurred to me as I, I said to my wife, and I know you're going to think this is fun. I said, we're all dying. She goes, yeah, we are, honey. I said, she goes, you're the one who talks about it all the time in your talk. I said, I said, no, like, everyone's dying. We're all dying. That lady at the reception's dying. You're, we're dying. We need to enjoy this. We need to max it out. We need, she goes, I know you talk. I go, no, it, but it's, it's serious. Like, our time is short. We need to do more as a family. I need to compete more. I need to make more happen. I need to make something great happen. And the same day I had to see my dad, I took my mother-in-law to my CPA. Because two years before Howard had passed away, he had called me and was scared, asked Pat to leave the room and said, listen, I got to let you know they're going to let me go at Boeing. I'm 71. There's going to be no more employment for me. And I, if anything happens to me, you just need to know this. I owe 540 on the house. It's worth about 450. I've got $20,000 in that mutual fund you set up for me, and that's it. So I don't know what's going to happen to Pat if I die. I said, oh, my God, you're kidding me. He goes, no. And I said, he said, I got a coin collection, too. I'm like, ugh. So I went home. I said, Christiana, here's what I want you to do, because your dad won't do it. I talked about it with him. I said, I want you to get the account numbers from your mom. I want you to get the exact balance. I want you to get the payoff. And I want you to write a check to Countrywide and pay off their house right now. She said, how much? I said, it's like 550 and change is what he said. A couple days later, she writes the check. They don't get a statement for two months. He calls me. He goes, you son of a buck. What did you do? I said, I paid off your house. He said, and he goes, he's called me a son of a buck. And he goes, 
He goes, I prayed to Jesus that someone would deliver this to our family. I didn't know it was going to be you. He said, I didn't know it was going to be the dude I used to float 20 bucks to wash my car was going to pay off my damn house, but thank you. And it was an emotional deal, and he cried. After he died, I sat down with Grandma this same day, and she says, uh, she says uh, this is real WFG stuff, I'm going to tell you. This is money. This is why you need to make money. She says, I know the house is paid off, but I want you to know something. We, uh, and she takes out this bucket of credit cards. There's 24 of them, 18 of them had balances. She said, we ran up about $40,000 on these credit cards. I've only got $20,000 here. His Social Security is going to be dropping. I don't know what we're going to do. I said, well, you know how I was paying you and Papa that salary all these years? That also let me fund a pension plan for him that's turned into a spousal IRA for you. And I think you'll be able to pay it off. I said, uh, here's the statement at Centurus through my CPA. There's... Um, $564,000 in that plan. So why don't you take the 40 plus your paid off house and you'll have about a half a million cash. So I expect the kids to have a good Christmas, Grandma. <laughs> and, the, and the tears start pouring. I said, actually, I forgot. I had set up another one with 150 in it. I just dumped 150 in it for you two years ago. So you actually have $714,168. So we were able over the last five years to give my in-laws about a million two fifty as to take care of their retirement. That usually cuts it. So the house is paid off. She's got about $700,000, $680,000. I said, you're the richest damn grandmother on this whole street, just so you know. She thinks I'm the greatest thing that's ever walked. Now, when we started in the business, do you think when I was recruiting people and building people, I had my dream of what I wanted, that I ever factored into the fact that I'd pay off their home and make them millionaires, in addition to my family being a millionaire? Can you see the difference, Eric, though, between making like six, 700,000 and three and four million? At three and four million, you start getting to do some big stuff. See that? You get to start doing some stuff where it blows people's minds and blows your mind. As we were driving to my CPA to have her sign to get the spousal IRA, something that broke my heart, she said to me, I said, Grandma, what are you going to do with all this money? She goes, I don't know what I'm going to do. I, I said, well, why don't we have some fun? I want, you to t I want you to hear what she said to me that broke my heart. She said, uh, I don't think I know how to have fun. I said, Grandma, what do you mean? She goes, I don't even remember how you have fun. I go, what do you mean? You? She goes, me and Howard, we never had fun. She goes, in 1984, we took a vacation to San Antonio. That was fun. I said, Grandma, are you serious? She goes, no, you would just work and come home and we would live. I don't know how to have fun. When I die, and I loved Howard, but when I die, I don't want my wife saying that. All my wife to go, you wouldn't believe the ride we took as a family. You wouldn't believe what we saw and what we did and who we helped and the difference we made. And we went through what he did in his church and the different things. I said, he served a different kind of life. And she said, Eddie, he was capable of so much more. He was capable of so much more than that. I want to have fun. I said, well, what are you going to do? She goes, I want to learn to golf. I want to learn to play the piano. I want to go to Hawaii with you guys. I said, well, we're going to do all of it. You're paying, just so you know. <laughs> I said, you're going to have a blast. I said, we're going to have some fun. See, this life eventually, see, what's going to happen is if you're not careful, you're eventually going to get to the point where you're out of time. You're going to get to the point seriously. And you run into a business with a group of people that can shatter that reality. If you'll get momentum, if you'll start to pay a price, if you'll go make a difference. And here's what I got to get you to get to get you to recruit. So I'm going to try to get in your heart here. You can change someone else's life. Okay? The real gift of WFG is the guy who let me pass on this being a chemistry company and still giving me the shot. 
That's the gift. How did he know at that time would be a guy to inspire people, pay off Patton Howard Lewis's home, take care of his parents, be able to do all these different things in his life? The gift was that. Most of us are givers. Givers have a certain set of eyes. Everybody that's walking out there, Scott Childress, Ed Milet included, are very aware of their deficiencies, their disabilities, what they're weak at, what their failures are, the scars are on their story. The good-looking, sharp guys in this room, none of you fool me. It's like, I can't fool you. You're very aware of what you're afraid of or what you failed at or what you're weak at. You're, you, there's this part of you that is sad inside. What makes us happy in life is knowing where we come from, but then also figuring out why we're here and doing something with our destiny. And until you've done both of those things, there'll always be this little sadness in you. Until you chase your dream, until you go for it, until you transform your life, there'll always be a part of even when you have your faith. There's a little sadness in you because not only knowing where you come from matters, but knowing why you were put here and doing something about it and fulfilling your destiny. So someday Lord says, well done, good and faithful servant is part of this game. And that sadness will linger until you get it. And my submission to you is that your job here on earth was to make it better for someone else. Get out of your own way. Quit worrying about yourself. Help another person. And just know most people have no identity. They feel like they've been left behind. Life's left them behind. Their great times have left them behind. Since they were quarterback in high school, nothing great's happened. Since they had promise as an executive at their firm and it didn't work out. Or they climbed a ladder they didn't want, but they begin to feel left behind. And they want someone to grab them and say, I believe in you. I love you. We can do this together. I have a system. I can introduce you to people. There's this entire environment. There's this moment. We answer this question. We have this backing. We have this energy. We got all this in place. You're not left behind. I can grab you. No family left behind was the tagline. And I loved it because it means no person left behind. And people feel that way. I'm going to show you a video of such an example. When you watch the video, it'd be easy to watch a manual, and I want you to watch a manual because I only got 10 minutes left, so I got to max this out. But what I want you to watch is his mom. Look at his mother's eyes. Look at the gifts she gave. You could be, in this example, his mother. And I want you to watch it. I want you to hear what inspires people, his passion and his courage. I think you'll be pretty touched when you see this. So go ahead, guys. That was Ed Milet kicking off the week. His website is edmilet.com. You can watch today's entire talk on YouTube. It is called The Reason Behind Recruiting. If you want ad-free episodes, go to your app store, download the Stitcher app, and join Stitcher Premium, and you can listen to the QOD show commercial-free for as low as $2.99 a month. I'm out of here. I will see you tomorrow. Have a great day. Peace. Peace.